magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I am Tess Whitehurst, spiritual author and spiritual teacher. And I'm Natasha Levenger, energy healer, energy reader, and spiritual coach. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Hello. Welcome, everyone. And happy Memorial Day. Oh, yeah. That's right. I forgot about that. Um, I guess people can't really celebrate too much. I mean, maybe you could go camping. Yeah. Go sit That'd in the nice. woods. Maybe. Are you doing anything? I don't know. Mm. Bec- <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> are you? Maybe you will. Are you? Maybe you won't. No. <laughs> no. Not really. We ha- I have had two social distance dates with friends. Oh, okay. Which have been really nice, I got to say. Oh, feels so good. I went on a walk once. We stayed six feet apart. And then, yeah, we had another meetup with another group of our friends. <clears throat> so that's been nice. Nice. I had We had friends invite us to do that, but we weren't ready. We were worried about it. Oh, you were. We haven't done it. You haven't. You're what much more um, conservative about it than we are over well, here. Well, I think also because we just like already were kind of social distancing since we live way up in the mountains <laughs> in a like a re- <laughs> really secluded yeah. place and all our friends live in Denver. Uh-huh. So it's like kind of like we just haven't had we haven't needed to like. So then I think that's why it's like, what? That sounds scary to us because we I haven't. See. You know what I mean? You haven't needed to socialize. Just, like, go into public. Like, oh, we have had yeah. our groceries delivered, and mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, it it was very restorative for me in a way that I didn't expect. Yeah, I Like, bet. I didn't realize how much, because I am an introvert. I saw some meme the other day where it was, like, a picture of someone's phone. They were, like, first they were, like, oh, I miss seeing people. I miss my friends. And then the phone comes on and it says friend and then they just hang up like I send it to voicemail and I was like yeah I relate to that because I feel it's like I miss my friends and it's like I just that's enough of a connection oh they're thinking of me okay that's good (laughs) talk to you later but it actually was the truth is that I do get restored yeah around people that I care about Totally. So, yeah. But what were our cards from last week? Okay. Yeah. So if this is your first time listening, then um, we this is when we talk about the cards we drew last week and talk about how they related to what we experienced. So Mm -hmm. last week you drew from the Rumi. I think it was the Rumi Oracle or like Illuminated Rumi or something like that. And it was a Rebirth and Transformation card. You remember? Kind of. I feel like I remember it being about love. And death, there was a death oh, and, and a transformation. Death, but love, <laughs> no, you're like and death. Okay, that it was majorly sense. transformational mm. energy. And then I drew from the sacred self care oracle, financial planning. Oh remember? right, that's right. Now I remember. It's very practical advice yeah. from that deck. Right, right. That's interesting. Well, did that show up for you? Yes. Oh, oh my gosh. Like my week was so transformational because you you probably remember it and our listeners may remember that I was <laughs> in a pretty bad mood last week. Aww. I was feeling pretty bad. Yeah. And um, this week 
just like like we were talking about the transformational energy really did happen i mean i had that sense that i was going through a portal Mm -hmm. and stepping into greater power and confidence but it really i mean i already am feeling pretty elated like there was a block Mm -hmm. that i moved through Wow, that's great. So yeah, and I wrote a business plan also. So oh, that financial really planning happened for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did do. I feel like I don't know <laughs> how this is going to sound, but I feel like every week it's just the degree of what the transformational energy is that I'm working through. Yeah. Um. Because yeah, I mean, I did work through. I had some. I'll talk about it in the energy report because it applies there but yeah I had some transformational stuff energetically speaking and um it was a really busy week for me um, me too it flew yeah. by it's like oh I, believe that. I wouldn't say it flew by but it <laughs> mm. when it got it started to feel like a normal week like okay yeah Wednesday's Wednesday this makes sense and then like <laughs> it felt like a year between Wednesday and Thursday somehow <laughs> Thursday took like a thousand years and now it feels like a regular I don't know what's going on with time as time we, is so crazy I mean it's all an illusion mm-hmm. and we don't know it. but things are starting to open up I guess like oh I'm talking about pandemic wise now oh like at businesses mm-hmm. yes and that I feel like I am picking up more the last two days which I think is part of why it went on so long <laughs> I'm starting to once again pick up on this global um, anxiety mm-hmm and so I'm realizing it's it's kind of similar, but not as intense as when this first happened, the pandemic, where mm-hmm. I was like, Ugh, like, so I feel a little bit like that, that I need to clear out and call my energy back to me a little bit more intensely. Mm-hmm, okay. Like more, um, I mean, I do it after every reading. Um, so I actually do do it pretty frequently, but I think what it is as I'm talking is I need to do it from the global energy and extra saying hello to the earth and present time Yeah, because it does keep changing. And I think because we're winding up to start opening the country up a little bit, although who knows how long that will last. Um, it's bringing up a lot of stuff for people. Yeah. Yeah. I can totally see that. Yeah. And I'm feeling that. Um, so anyway, oh, what should we do? Should we talk about goddess provisions before our guests? Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, so goddess provisions. I finally got my box for oh, me, by the way. Pretty great. Pretty great. Pretty great. I mean, yeah. So this is a subscription service. It's five to six or maybe more sometimes. Last month it was eight products. Yeah. I mean, eight products. And they're yeah. so great. I mean, I love them all delicious smelling oils and (laughs) (laughs) not edible but really good smelling oils Mm -hmm. and um and like a tincture was in this last one I just tried that this morning it was like a longevity tincture with reishi and astragalus astralogus something yeah oil (laughs) face oils elixirs I mean crystals and each month has a theme so I think last month I don't remember what it's like plant allies oh yeah plant allies there's like even uh, some fun cactus stickers oh I love stickers stickers are fun yeah (laughs) (laughs) um stickers are fun 
<laughs> I, 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 this is how much I've been, you know, uh, feeling the need for fun boxes and things is I started a sticker. I ordered a sticker um, subscription. You did? What, what are you, where are you going to stick them? Well, that's a great question. Um, well, they are partially for, <laughs> for my daughter, but also I like to put them. I have an idea that maybe I'll put them in a journal, put them in journals. Uh, you may remember, I was thinking about this last night, that this year I have never bought a planner before this year. And oh, then I yeah. bought like six. So I'm thinking maybe <laughs> maybe I was trying to fortify myself for this coming year with just like I'll plan my way out of this. But oh, right. Instead, I mostly stickers. well with planners, but I've been kind of um, ignoring all of them. So maybe I'll return to them and put some fun stickers. Anyway, oh, okay. there's stickers in this box. And if you <laughs> buy this box, which is much less juvenile than what I just described, um, and they have like candles and fun soaps, just like all great things for self care. Really, really great. Yeah. And this next one, I think, is like about ascension or something. It's about oh, I don't know. I'm not light sure what that or something. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, if you um, want to support the show, we really appreciate it. You can go to our website, magicmondaypodcast.com, and there's a bar on the side that says God is Provisions. And if you click it and buy any of the boxes, you support our show. So we really appreciate it. And they're vegan and cruelty-free. Did I already say they plant no, a tree for each No, and they plant box? a yeah. tree, yeah, for every box they I sell. Mean, it's just come on. really great. It's great a pro- win-win. Win-win-win. <laughs> okay? All right. And also, if you – the last way you can support us – well, not the last way, but is if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. Yeah, and or a rating. Uh-huh. because that would especially be good because I heard that we got a one-star review rating the other day. <laughs> she, that heard will that. Help. she heard that. She <laughs> heard that text from <laughs> Natasha. <laughs> it's like, huh, well, so, someone gave us a one-star. I'm so, glad they didn't go into detail about it. Yeah, but I least. mean, that will help counterbalance. That's true. <laughs> if you don't mind going and giving us just a quick little rating, it would mm-hmm. be really wonderful. And, and the review is great, too. We appreciate you for reals. Okay, so now we have an interview with Callista Ascension. Speaking of Ascension, um, this we really love talking to her. This is, uh, she wrote a book called Arc Female the Archangel. Female Archangels. Yeah, it was a great conversation, and we hope you like it. Okay, we are so happy to be here with Callista Ascension. Callista is a Scottish-born, award-winning author, pioneer of spiritual ascension, and a magical leader who's passionate about walking her talk. Through creating the therapy modalities Angel Healing, Unicorn Healing, and Atlantean Crystal Healing, Callista has attuned thousands of souls worldwide to the angelic elemental and crystalline kingdoms and believes that by healing and empowering our lives, we help all of creation to thrive. Mm. Callista's first book, Unicorn Rising, Live Your Truth and Unleash Your Magic, won Best Newcomer and received a a commendation in Best Magic Book in the 2019 Soul and Spirit Awards. From navigating through postnatal depression, disease, and trauma, Callista has gained a remarkable understanding of what it takes to heal and love ourselves. She is passionate about helping people live a soul-led life and provides one-on-one soul sessions and workshops to cut through blocks quickly and gracefully, enabling profound shifts and a return to freedom. Wow. That's well, amazing. 
Welcome, Calista. <laughs> Welcome. I'm so glad to be here, beautiful goddesses, and hi to all the listeners. Hello. Yeah. So, and you have a new book out, right? What's it called? Angel. I the do. Fe- yeah. Female the- archangels. Oh, female archangels. Yes. Yeah. And we were just saying we got a PDF of it, so we weren't able to get to it all, but we were looking every. Thing I read about it so far was was reading in it. I was just like, oh, this is so amazing. Super high vibrations. It's yes. like like for me, I think probably Natasha too. It's like the degree that I connected with it was like when you're in a bookstore and you look through a book and you're like, I want this book. <laughs> <laughs> like I need to know more. Yes. So, I love it. Yeah, you can you can feel the magic from it for sure. Yeah. It's so, so did such you, high vibrations. Did you put angel like? Did you consciously do that? Yes, yeah, yeah. And every chapter has a different vibration to it because you can mm-hmm. feel the different archaea, the, the name for the female archangels. You can feel her vibration coming through the words and then in the meditations because there's an audio version of the book coming out. Mm-hmm. And so they really wanted their frequencies to be in that space so people can just lean in and absorb and sometimes even just forget about the words and just come into that space with the angel. Mm -hmm. I love that. So can you tell us and our listeners about the female archangels, like the concept of them? Because I liked how you mentioned it's not really their gender, you know, like in the human sense, it's like a vibration. But can you maybe like just give us an overview about how you realized that they existed and connected with them and started, you know, describing their energies and working with them in general yeah yeah they first came into my reality around about 2006 at that time I had left cancer research science I was a scientist so very different to the life that I'm living now and uh, began to meditate with angels and I always had a really strong connection with Michael, as we all do. He's mm-hmm. like our big brother <laughs> and, and Raphael. But the more I spoke to Raphael and Michael, the more I felt that they had a sister vibration, like there was another emanation of them coming forward. Mm-hmm. And the more I tuned into it and, and just speaking to them, because there was no teachers around me at the time, especially not talking about female angels, it was all male, 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 mm-hmm. um, realize that they have a counterpart. And in the book, I talk about the analogy of a coin has two sides, but in essence is the same coin. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's it. Yeah, they don't have a gender or a sex, but they, they relate to us through our facets of vibration, which is male, female. And we also have a unified field as well that as we ascend our consciousness, we are going to merge more into our unified being. Mm -hmm. But at the moment, as we made that transition into the divine feminine Aquarian age, around about 2011-2012, the feminine within us and around us in the planet is asking to be heard and healed and empowered, as I'm sure you know and the, the listeners know. And so the angels began to respond to that call respond to that inner call of us wanting to be heard and healed and it's not as if the female angels 
are just coming forward now and they're new. They've always <laughs> been there. It's just we've always had a communication with the male aspects. Mm. So the emanation that is masculine, for example, Michael. But he also has a counterpart, Archaea Faith. Mm. And we can call specifically on faith. Michael will be there, but he'll be holding the space energetically. Ooh. Or we can call on, yeah, or we can call on Michael. <laughs> or we can just call on the angel of protection, the angel of faith, and they will both come forward. So because humanity, we are changing and evolving, the angels are just responding to that shift. Mm -hmm. Did you research it or did they like tell you their names and all of that everything that's in the book is from a tried and tested perspective over the last 15 years but not just my perspectives but also the angel healing teachers students and practitioners mm -hmm. because in 2009 uh, we created the angel healing system that is a hands-on healing modality mm. and that draws in 34 angelic aspects, 17 archangels and 17 of their archaea counterparts. Mm -hmm. So it's like a whole buffet of 34 <laughs> beautiful beings. Wow. Um, and yeah, I've listened to people's experiences, the practitioners, the teachers. There's so many similarities and it, it's, it's not as if there's other books out there on the female angels. Um, but the feedback that I've received so far is people are making the connections and they're, it's like the unicorns, for example, you know, we've written about unicorns, but in essence, they've been coming forward for years and people have been mm -hmm. dreaming about them and meditating all over the world. Well, yeah, all over the world. And then when we write our books, people are like, Oh my God, yes. <laughs> and, and, and it is, it's just an evolution. And it's the same in the angel world. This is now an evolution. And I'm sure there'll be many more books on female angels coming forward. So this so, is the only book about female angels? When I was doing my research, there was a couple that mentioned hope, faith, and charity, mm. but more through a religious uh -huh. lens. Mm -hmm. And the Archaea, the way that I've channeled them, the way that they've came forward to me anyway, is they want to drop this religious lens mm. because religion has, there's so much of religion that's been misconstrued. And, mm -hmm. and, yeah. and, it's, and it's kind of morphed into a very masculine structure. There's a lot of fear still in religion, religious organizations. And that's not them. They come from no. a place of love and unity. Yeah, expansiveness um, and inclusiveness. Yeah, it's universal. Yeah. And the Archaea are really grounded. They, they want everybody to feel like they can relate to them. And so when we invoke, for example, faith, she will come forward, but she'll be by her side for as long as we need. Mm. And, and that's different to how we've been working with angels in the past. For example, asking Michael to come forward and channeling a passage or doing a card reading or doing hands-on healing. Mm -hmm. The archaea tend to stay more in our vibration for as long as we need, which is lovely. Yeah. So you have to ask for them to come in. I'm imagining they don't come in unless you ask. Yeah. I mean, just like everything, we have divine free will. Right. So they, they can't interfere. 
interfere unless like the guardian angels can interfere if it's even using that word interfere <laughs> they can <laughs> intervene in a, in a lovely way if if it's in alignment with our higher self mm-hmm. they can come in and they can give us nudges mm-hmm. but yeah we have to send out that invitation to the archaea to then come into our life mm-hmm. i can't wait to get this book so when does this book come out in paper form so it's out now it came out in march oh, and, order but um just to make listeners aware after i released it about six weeks after someone else released the book with the same title what what yeah oh, was there, it one of those pirates on amazon no there's a backstory to this oh. um yeah it was with my old publisher hay house because originally i was supposed to be publishing it with them i took the book to them in 2017 oh. and did events on the female archangels with them and then i stepped back to have my daughter and in the meantime, another person brought forward the idea. And um, yeah, it's, it's not very high vibrational, I must admit. No, must have I was so going to say, what? I've stepped away from that publisher. Okay. Oh, I'm so, so sorry about that. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah. That's, that's okay. You know, everything that's happening in the world right now is revealing people's motives and integrity yeah. and what's not in alignment. Yeah. It, it just. It's falling away. Lifting all the parts. Yeah. 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 And I, and I send them love. So just, to, yeah, just to make sure that the, the book that I've written is called the female archangels evolutionary teachings to heal and empower your life. And then we can look for your name, Callista. So yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, so I'm curious about um, the part about self love that, Tess was talking about in the bio, in the in your bio. How can we work with angels, or how do you work to increase self love? Oh, that is like my daily my daily flow is to love myself more and love others more. Mm-hmm. I think we're all in this journey, aren't we? Yeah. But there's specific angels that we can call on that I call on. <coughs> Excuse me. And one of the main ones is Archaea Charity. So she is the other half of Archangel Shamuel, mm. who you probably know so well anyway. And Charity comes forward in this really sort of curvaceous, beautiful form. She's, <laughs> she's quite, she's a, if she was a woman, she'd be very curvy, very motherly. Um, because she says love is bold and curvy and delicious. Mm. And uh, it, it just, it frees us when we're in that state of love. And the way that we can work with her is when we ask her to come into our life, she can help us to go to the right, the core, the nitty gritty of why we may have hang ups about ourselves or Mm. our body or why we're carrying onto emotions, carrying emotions still from past experiences or past lovers and relationships that are in some way blocking us from truly living a life that doesn't have any filters or blocks or barriers between us and and love whether it's love with ourselves or love with another mm-hmm. i cannot wait to work with these archangels this i mean is that's so yeah. great and i love chamuel and he does have such like this 
loving and soft, but also powerful energy. And then to tap into the female aspect of that, this is, this is off the hook. So what is this? It's a completely new way to work with them. Yeah. It's so interesting because right now in my work, what I'm seeing so much of people is exactly what you just described in terms of releasing the past, continuing to work on releasing past lives to bring the power to the present, to have more self-love in the present and just to be more present with our, <laughs> I keep saying present, present day <laughs> circumstances in the present. No. Um, but so I'm curious how, and, and my guides have been showing me this new light that's coming in, that is here now mm -hmm. um, since the pandemic, that's this higher vibration. And so they've been directing me in terms of how to work with it to, do exactly what you just said that um, charity does. So is there something that she does other than, um, I mean, not that this isn't enough, but just like being in <laughs> Is that vibration? all she does? I mean. One trick pony. Yeah. No, but I'm asking like, actually, how does she do, like, does she ever direct you with what to do? Or is it about sitting in your space and raising your vibration, which is what oh, the light really does. She is so practical. Like the, the word archaea means origin, means going back to the root of everything. And this is it. Part of this new light that's coming into the earth right now, which is like the seed light that will grow new earth, which we're all holding that vision for mm -hmm. the RK are very much are focusing into that light because mm -hmm. for for the last 2000 years it's been the archangels the more masculine mm -hmm. semen form that has focused their light on the earthly grids and on earth humanity mm -hmm. the RK have been focusing on the universal grids mm -hmm. uh, but now they're like turn and they're focused to uh. earth and this is why we're, we're seeing these big breakdowns. Like 2020 is all about, from their perspective, is all about breaking down falsehoods and illusions and, and patriarchal structures that are no longer in alignment with our truth and our collective truth. Yeah. And so this light, it's, it's powerful, but it's, it's, a, it's a fiery alchemical light. And each of the archaea, bring forward their own alchemical fire mm -hmm. and so they're all throughout the book the book sorry there's processes called angel alchemy and charity for example comes forward in the ruby ray so it's a very fiery very deeply loving yeah but Tess just as you said it's powerful you know it breaks through the crap it breaks through the fantasies the illusions the stories the wounding to go right to the core and so sometimes she will ask us to invoke this light and sit in those fires or take it to specific things or do self-reflective journaling or um, there's a beautiful passage a ritual in the book where she's instructing us to lay in the bath and work with her causal chakra mm. so her higher crown chakra where we actually hold, I'm sure you know, like a lot of the past life stories and windings relating to unworthiness or separation. And we bring in this fire to our causal chakra, to our other chakras as well. And we cleanse and transform using this alchemy from the inside out. Really, really powerful. And you're not the same after that. 
Yeah, it's so, I love hearing this because it's like everything I've been hearing from my guides since the pandemic started. It's so, it's just so exciting to hear you talking about that too. Yeah, like, it's like, that the angels are in on it and, you know, everybody's in on it. It's like the best timing. I mean, I, I think probably most people would not think releasing a book right during the, you know, lockdown is a great timing, but it, it also is perfect mm -hmm. timing. It feels like it's so appropriate for yeah. what we're going through energetically. Yeah. And, you know, just to bring in the unicorns, because they're forever here and ever probably always with you, Tess, as well. Like if I hadn't really worked a lot with the unicorns to clear my own stuff and to really get to grips with my soul's path and purpose, this book would not have come forward. Mm. Um, and so it's not just the Archaea, but it's the unicorns really focusing so much light right now to help us to really step up and step step out yeah. as well, to really step out and be seen. Yeah, that was my experience of writing Unicorn Magic was this just so powerful, purifying energy, just mm. so pure. Like, I mean, my chakras, I could feel it. And, and their message of why why are they so popular right now? It's because they're, it's a transmission that we're receiving globally of respecting the planet and mm -hmm. creating purity in the environment. I mean, purity is such a big part of their message. So I can imagine that clearing that um, energetically path to connecting with the angels in that way. And it is so similar, that vibrate, the unicorn vibration and the angel it's vibration. Really yeah, yeah, especially the Archaea, it's very similar. Mm -hmm. There is a chapter in the book with Archaea purity, so the other half of Zadkiel, and we've probably heard Zadkiel mm -hmm. with the Violet Flame. And for the listeners, I've just dyed my hair purple this morning. Oh, <laughs> so that was I feel, this morning? It. it looks yeah. great. Yeah, so I, I feel it. very much like in, in Zadkiel purity vibe, but Archaea purity is a badass, you know? She, she, um, because there's artwork in the book so people can connect to the angels in that way as it's well. so beautiful too. It's yeah. amazing. Mary Jo, my friend in Lebanon, she is the most incredible artist and she took the channeled sort of imagery that came through and then she just brought it to life. Well, I was wondering because it's just like, whoa, I mean, it is, that <laughs> artwork is so pretty and it's so appropriate. Yeah. And if, if, Unfortunately, in the book, it's just black and white. But if you go to my website, you can see like the full color. Oh, we saw in the PDF. It was in. The, oh, yeah, in of color. course. Yeah. In the PDF and the Kindle, you'll see color. But Purity, you know, she comes forward as this Celtic, fiery goddess with like red hair and her purple violet flame, which is also like magenta and silver mm. and gold that she carries. And she's just. She is a force to be reckoned with. And I would recommend listeners to call on purity if you're feeling really s stuck or in distress about the lockdown right now she is your angel to call on mm. we have she been talking about the violet fire and transformation so much during mm. this that's so interesting so do you think does purity um does she is she related to the celtic goddess breed or bridget do you think <laughs> i personally think absolutely she yeah. is yes yes they look similar like anytime i've worked with that that beautiful goddess they look similar definitely still work with they both work with the alchemical 
fires that are focused on rebirth and transformation. So, yeah. So when you say um, call on them, is there any particular thing you would recommend? Say somebody's not used to hearing messages like we are. Um, maybe they're just starting out. Is there any way that you would recommend to connect with any of them? I would say work with and uh, invite into your life your guardian angels okay. to act as that bridge. Yeah between your humanity and your divinity and and also when your guardian angels come forward they tend to gift us our wings or to help us remember that we have wings mm -hmm. and that is in the first chapter of the book is a ceremony to meet your guardian angels and receive your own wings and then all throughout the book we use them in different ways for example faith in her chapter Twin of Michael is all about using your wings to stand tall and um, and the tips of your wings, the top tips of your wings, she guides us to connect with our third eye and then create this sort of triangular Ooh. focus of energy. It's really she's just off the chart to connect with faith. Wow, um, I love that. But if, if there is people who are new to angels, I would say, test that they're there because sometimes it's all just it always comes down to our faith doesn't it if we can trust that they're there then we can open up to 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 bigger experiences to deeper experiences with them so ask for signs ask for signs that they're there and there's many different signs like feathers or penny coins or Whatever is an appropriate sign for you, test your angels, test your guides. They are absolutely open to doing that, wouldn't you say? Mm -hmm. Yeah. How? So you come up with your own, like a feather or you come up with your own symbol that you see or how do you, how do you do that? With, with the angels, I've always resonated strongly with feathers okay. and penny coins, especially. Oh, that's like fairies. Don't fairies like coins? Fairy, shiny, yeah, fairies, yeah. Shiny silver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you find a coin um, or a feather, always thank and go, thank you, angels. Thank you for being with me. And I always asked, um, is this for me or will I give it to somebody else? Mm. I mean, right now I have it, <laughs> a penny coin that came through it's sitting on my desk. And I always put it at the top left hand corner of my desk because that's your prosperity corner so that's energy coming in oh nice top left hand corner so i put that there and then that's just a sign that i'm constantly open to bringing them forward it's funny because a long i feel like it was like a couple of years ago out of nowhere i felt like i had wings <laughs> <laughs> I know it sounds funny but it's like and I still feel in there it was like well this is weird like all of a sudden and they're pretty big and I feel them but I also kind of don't know what to do with them so I feel a little bad because I kind of ignore them but I also love them so I just like acknowledge them but it was weird it's like very large what do they look like well they're <laughs> they're like um how do I describe that? I don't know. Like they're kind of brownish gold, maybe coppery. Oh. And they're like, like that big. And they're feathery. 
Yeah, they're feathery. But they're more compact feathery than yeah but they are like a, like almost like an owl maybe yeah yeah because I, I, I i've seen yeah i've seen them more elemental for sure oh yeah it's funny because i'm not very earthy but it does feel like that maybe they're there to like get me more on earth or something well it's an airy <laughs> elemental with wings what's that it's a pretty airy elemental if oh you that's me. true that's true and your wings, your wings can change depending on what you're doing. Like sometimes my wings change when I'm giving somebody healing based on their intentions, they'll change. Sometimes my wings are more gossamer fairy. Sometimes they are huge butterfly wings. It just really depends. But the angels want us to, to remember that our wings, we all have them. They're an emanation from our heart chakra and they exist in our light body. And we're becoming much more aware of our fields that we are like, like this is Callista out here, like out of my aura, Mm -hmm. not just the physical self. Yeah. And I don't know if you were, you were feeling this when you were connecting with the unicorns and writing with them, but they kept um, gifting people alicorns, like the Uh unicorn and the third eye. Yeah. And so it's just, it's another way that we can embody them. Unicorns, helping us to expand and connect our third eye to source our wings angels are helping us to expand our heart so we can be seen and open and be bold Mm. and it's lovely that they come forward and give us these gifts because they can become tools for communication if we use them on a regular basis yeah and you know that's so interesting about the wings that we all have them because um i think we all can fly in our sleep i mean at least sometimes you know, I think that that would be a weird coincidence if all humans could fly in their dreams occasionally and, <laughs> you know, like without some kind of energetic counterpart. Yeah, to I believe we all can. I remember being a little girl um, and I would constantly have dreams about levitating. Mm-hmm. And I, I saw myself in my dream just sort of pedaling my legs. And when I did that, I would just start to lift up into mm-hmm. the air. And then when I woke up, I was convinced I could do it. And... I know that I can, my light body can. It's just, you know, I'm I'm in the physical right, right. now. But. Yeah, I still have that. I feel like I still have dreams like that. Um, what about Uriel? Is she, she's a female, isn't she? I don't know. Oh, well, Literally. like, I feel like certain archangels have neither masculine nor feminine, mm-hmm. like, strongly. But, like, I do tune into Uriel being more, like, personally, like, kind of um, androgynous. And then, like, Jophiel, mm-hmm. to me, is more feminine. I don't know about you, Callista. See, see, this is this is the amazing thing. Like, we have been, those who have been connecting with angels, we've been having this relationship with the Archaea for a long time. because. Jophiel, Jophiel actually is, well, we all have a different perception, but the way that they work um, through me is Jophiel is masculine, but he has a counterpart called clarity, Archaea clarity, but clarity is the sunshine, is the illumination that so many people interact with and see when Jophiel comes forward and then then Uriel has uh, his counterpart is Archaea Grace Mm. who is the angel responsible for coloring the landscapes with those beautiful autumn colors and the sunsets Mm. she comes forward in this rose gold and actually copper is her colors Um, Mm. 
but but the and then also Haniel, because we're in a new moon today, Haniel, angel of the moon, often people see as feminine, mm -hmm. but actually his other half is radiant, Archaea radiant. And it's interesting, I, I put the question to them. I said, okay, why have so many people saw, for example, that there, there wasn't Archaea radiant, but there was always this female emanation of Haniel. Mm -hmm. And it's because they are helping us to embody healing and power, our masculine, feminine, but also our unified self. So, we're, so, and this is why in modern culture, a lot of people don't even identify with gender anymore. Mm -hmm. Because we're realizing that there's actually three aspects of our consciousness. Um, like in past lives, we talk about priests and priestesses often, and many of us were priests and priestesses, and this is why we're coming back into this golden age to bring in that knowledge that we had. But there was also a third. There was, there was in the priesthood, there was a being called a priestie who did not assign to any gender. Mm. He was both priest, priestess, and priestie. And this priestie vibration in our heart, our unified heart, is now coming forward. And I believe a lot of people, especially the new generation of kids, you know, teenagers that are coming through, they don't want to identify with gender yeah. because it's their priesty, that aspect of them coming forward because what they're here to help and anchor in the earth is unified consciousness. I love this. So this is like in the Kabbalion, uh, how we have where it talks about we all have masculine and feminine within us. So that makes perfect sense to me that that's why I would connect with Haniel as feminine or Jophiel as feminine because that's like that aspect, that half. Because it's a, I feel like what you're saying is, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, but that, you know, when we tap into archangelic consciousness, it's not necessarily that there's two there's one and there's two. It's like these are just different yes. ways that we're tapping yes, in. Yes, you've got it. You've got it. I love that we're talking about this in Gemini season too. <gasps> oh, yeah. It's the perfect time right. to really understand that in a, you know, a, a real experience. Unity but, and duality, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, well, unfortunately, we have to wrap up here. No. <laughs> but tell us, Juicy conversation. Yes. Tell us everyone where they can find you again. So my uh, website is called CallistaAscension.com. And then if you just type in Callista Ascension on Facebook or on Instagram, you will find me on there too. Great. Well, thank you so much for being here. This was a great conversation and I cannot wait to get your book. Same. Yeah, and make sure you look for her name on the book title. Yeah. <laughs> Female Archangels, Callista Ascension. Callista Ascension, yeah. Oh, thank you so much, beautiful goddesses. It was so lovely. Thank, thank you so you. much. Okay. That was our conversation with Callista Ascension. Um, it was so great, or I think so. Anyway. I loved it. <laughs> I didn't want it to end. Not to toot our own horns. Um, okay, so now it's time for, Wait, right? Do we want to do the question? There's one question. Oh, we, do we you think do? we have time? We should we I do it next week. I didn't know there was a question, but go ahead. You forwarded it but, to me. I, it's, was it um, last week that I, 
Oh, but I think that was just for you, but we can talk about it anyway. Oh, no, no. Okay, no, that's right. I'll just answer it personally. I think Sorry it's about a that. good one. You know what? You do it. Oh, you want to do it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, this question is from Sophia. The question is, I am a Christian with Pentecostal backgrounds, though I myself do not practice what my family does. And I have recently just yesterday signed up for the free trial of the Good Vibe Tribe. <laughs> and have only watched a few videos and it resonates with me so much. I felt nothing but energies of light and love. I am very new to this magical journey and want to keep my magic in alignment with my God and I have not really found anything on Christian magic. How I can be magic how can I be magical while following my God? Or perhaps can I practice Christian magic if there is such a thing? Thank you for reading this. Okay. So do you think that she meant that for the podcast. She did send it to the podcast question. She did. I, okay. It's fine. I think it's good to answer it okay. for people. I mean, I'm sure there's other people who have this question. Yeah. No, people ask this question a lot. I actually made a video about it. If oh. you can do spells if you're a Christian. And I have to just say, you know, there are going to be a lot of different people with a lot of different answers. So you get to pick who you want to listen to. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The only person that I can answer as is myself. So this is my opinion Mm -hmm. that um, our spirituality is personal to us. It's about our relationship with the infinite. It's about what inspires us, what connects us, what helps us to feel the most like ourselves. So in my opinion and experience, this doesn't look the same for everyone. Mm-hmm. And I can really relate because I was also raised Christian. And so I had, uh, I was confused for a while about mm. what was safe and what was okay. I went through phases, different phases of what I thought was okay. Mm. Um And I personally got to a point where I realized, I mean, this is one of the ways that I started to feel like it was perfectly safe and okay. Is that because I listened to the entire Bible on CD. This was part of my (laughs) my journey. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I had already read the Gospels and Jesus talks about love as being the most important thing, as Mm -hmm. being above all else is love. And Jesus also says that, Love is the opposite of fear. So Mm -hmm. if I was making decisions for my spirituality based on fear, Mm -hmm. that wouldn't be Christian. (laughs) That wouldn't be what Jesus recommended. Mm. So that was a big shift for me because I feel like a lot of that, that talk about like, oh, you don't want to, you don't want to play with that stuff. It's dangerous. It's all fear-based, which is the opposite of love, which is the opposite of what Jesus talked about. So even though I don't identify as Christian anymore, um, I still think that that's an inherent, you know, um, sort of not it's what's the word I'm looking for? Like it's not um, anti. It's a it's a it's a Counter problem. To? It's a oh. problem with the it's a logical problem to say uh. like, watch out! You don't want to play with that stuff. It's like okay, but are you know aren't you coming from a place where? Love is the opposite of fear and that love is the most important thing. So that's, um, yeah, like a philosophical problem. Yeah. So I decided that I was going to, and, okay, and when I got to the end of listening to the Bible on CD, (laughs) I was like, you know, there were a lot of parts of that book that were really violent, that were Mm. really sexist, Mm -hmm. and that didn't resonate. What's that? Homophobic. 
yeah, that just didn't personally resonate with me. So uh, by getting to the end of it and thinking again of that love is the opposite of fear thing, it was like, so really the only reason I would subscribe to this book being absolutely sacred is if I just did that out of fear. Mm-hmm. If that, that would be the only real, like, honest way <laughs> for me to be a Christian now at this point after listening to the entire Bible would be to make that choice out of fear, which makes no sense. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I just logically can't do that. So, but I'm, if you still are feeling connected to Christianity, I don't want to dissuade you from that. This is just my path. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't, this is my opinion. You can totally be Christian and also be magical. There are a lot of paths like the traditional hoodoo, um, like we talked to with mm-hmm. Naja when she was a guest. Um, even though she's not Christian, a lot of practitioners are. Mm-hmm. And Natasha and I were both raised in California where there are many, many botanicas which have, they merge magical spirituality with Catholicism. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely a thing that people do. And mm-hmm. there's no reason why you can't if you feel drawn to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's many different Christian. I mean, she said she was raised Pentecostal, which mm-hmm. I think is pretty um, has a lot of more rules to it. I think I don't want to say too much because I'm not sure exactly. But I mean, like I used to go to a progressive church. You know, I mean, I'm Jewish. <laughs> But I have gone to progressive church that certainly weren't antithetical to magic and I practice it. You know, it's really the interpretation of how they're interpreting the Bible, how they're taking it in. You know, there it, there's a lot of um, it's not black or white with Christianity. There's many different, you know, what do they call them? Sex. Yeah. So. Uh... So, yeah, it's really, I think, like you said, it's a personal decision. I mean, she could listen. I'm sure she has if she was raised Pentecostal, listen to the whole Bible and come up with maybe different Mm -hmm. ideas than you did. Because there's so many ways to read that book. Totally. Um, There's, yeah. yeah. So it sounds like it's, it's just a really personal decision. And it's up to her to like look inside and feel like I think you're right, you know, like, is this coming from fear? Or is this coming from? Is this coming from a fear of wanting to expand in this way? Or, or a fear of if I leave that church, um, or leave the lessons of that church that I'm going to hell or whatever it might be what they taught me but there also could be a fear of expansion like I said you know like that might be part of the fear that comes up so anyway yeah it's maybe for her because she was raised pretty strictly like it's just going to be maybe even a day-by-day decision like someday she may feel better it may be a, a whole very emotional journey and just to be kind to herself as she goes through that and I would just say finally is if she's feeling drawn to this magic and she feels the love and the light that you know that's great to follow that and also if she's saying I just will say that it I hope I'm not reading into this but it kind of sounds like she was not surprised but like oh yeah that it's love and light with magic she may be coming from a sounds like she's coming from a false or an antiquated view of what magic is, you know, which is doing bad spells oh, yeah. <laughs> or whatever. I think that that's a strong message I got when yeah. I was growing up, for sure. Well, sure. We were just talking, texting about how the word witch has a negative 
view a negative connotation but wizard doesn't um so yeah i mean probably magic is like maybe thought of as being a bad thing and she's educating herself to say like yeah. oh wait a minute this is magic well right. okay i can go for that and it's not um contradictory to the lessons that she's learned in the bible yeah so yeah, just I go was, easy with yourself, I say. Yeah. I was just talking to Ted about how, like, when I was being raised by my parents who are, were raised Catholic, they were like, ooh, be careful with that. You know, be careful with the mm-hmm. Ouija board. And be, I mean, I do think you should be careful with the Ouija board. <laughs> just to, <laughs> I've learned that myself. Uh-huh. But I was telling him how, like, the fact that they were, like, you know, there's all this danger connected to it that I, I was, like, I need to know about that. Like, what yeah, is that right, danger? Like, right. what is that really? It was yeah. very, it actually enticed me to need to know. Mm-hmm. And then I, I like, I had to go investigate magical practices. and Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to be dismissive, history. but there, you know, to say, like, don't worry. Like, of course, you're not going to hell because there are religions that really believe that and I don't want to be that's not my viewpoint I don't think that could happen but I don't if that's where she's coming from that might be a lot of stuff to to sort through and heal you know but I think it's great that she's stretching herself to even just learn about other things you know that are counter to what she grew up with like you did like you said yeah even though ultimately the Ouija board you don't agree with you have to learn about it just for me yeah it seems just not like something I want to do but Mm -hmm. you know you can also if you are Sophia or you're someone else who's having this I think working with angels is a cool way to start clearing and shielding your energy and then I think yeah just being present with what is inspiring you today how do you connect because we're talking about infinite source that Mm -hmm. you are a part of this divine transcendent energy well that's even counter to how she grew up well that idea yeah. Well, I thought it, in Christianity, though, it is like God is everything and God is everywhere. Mm, that's a progressive way of looking oh, at really? it. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like that that's is what I'm of... talking about. Right. Infinite, <laughs> right. infinite light and that, that one consciousness that we're all part of. Mm-hmm. So if it inspires you to connect with Christianity and that helps you connect in that way, then that's great. And if there's like tomorrow it's something else, that's my opinion is that's staying awake to what's inspiring you now yeah i agree all right now it's time for the energy report it's funny for the first time i actually listened back to our the energy report last week just to hear if i was worried i was going to repeat the same thing because it's a similar thread of what's been happening and i heard the energy report song for the first time in a long time I was and like, were you oh. like that was good yeah well i didn't hear me i meant the what brett oh. put in there yeah yeah and i liked it um okay so the energy report is where i talk about the energy trend of the week um what might be coming up for you based on what i've seen in my clients and also myself so um, once again, I just feel like source, the universe is just like so <laughs> on point with their message. And it was a lot of like what we talked about with Callista in terms of um, healing also like the masculine energy, the patriarch, old patriarchy energy come 
leaving um and how i've been talking about since the beginning of the year about the emperor card you know there's still more of that like sorting out of of power of who how and also the venus retrograde right so how do i want to own my power how can i release from the past of what i used to give my power away to um of how I determined who was in charge. I mean, it's really a mm. lot about clearing out this um, just old patterning, old stories, old beliefs that you got not just from this lifetime, but from past lives. I mean, because like I've said before, it's just like <laughs> I feel like this extra light that's coming in to help us is really shining this light on these past lives to help us see so many things to help us release them which when I say these past lives I mean like these beliefs and patterns that we've gotten into like low self-worth or this habit of giving power away um having trouble setting boundaries all of that it's like this light's coming in to help us release that and to see, like, okay, it's not about this person who perpetrated this against me. It's it's how do I feel when they when that happened, and how can I heal myself? Mm. Yeah, like stepping out of the story. Yeah, stepping yeah. out of the story. It's so much easier to do that when, like, for instance, for me, I if I get um, like caught up in this thing with like oh, my mom did this to me, right? If I realize, then I just kind of look at it like, oh, what if this ha- this has happened in past lives before where I gave up my power, where I felt less than? So it's not really about her. It's about mm-hmm. me believing these things. So I'm going to de-energize that, clear it out, and call my energy back to me. Um, but there, So there's two things I want to say. One is there's so much help right now in the form of this light and you don't even have to see it or understand it or feel it but if you it's just like um it's like okay (laughs) well okay if you I was gonna say it's like medicine but obviously you can see medicine when you know when you take it it's not invisible medicine well you could say it's like invisible medicine it's like invisible medicine (laughs) and you don't have to see it for it to have its effects yeah so if you bring it in daily I mean just like ask it to come into especially now these days I'm seeing it through the crown chakra and I have a feeling that has to do with Gemini season Mm -hmm. because there's it's a lot of activity in the brain and so it is helping to unify that activity that like you know left right brain Mm. um and masculine feminine energies it's just doing a lot of unifying it's so nice oh the duality like gemini season too yeah and this other thing happening astrologically it's really weird i woke up this morning with like thinking about mars and pisces <laughs> and i didn't even realize i know ridiculous right i literally woke up with mars and pisces that's what was in my brain oh my god but anyway and then i didn't even know mars was in pisces but oh. it, it is oh interesting so, yeah so i feel like i should talk about it a little bit which is like mars is extremely masculine forceful and pisces yeah. is basically the opposite like right and they're together right now in Gemini season so it really is about this like how does each one inform each other how can I live with both 
within me in a harmonious way. Wow. Um, yeah, by allowing it all to it coexist. And, you know, the big thing really is just letting go of the self-judgment, which the light does help. Like, I, I've really had a big lesson in that with this pandemic, both in turn and, and the Mars and Pisces affects our energy, too. So it's like we may be feeling like oh I'm getting so much done today and then the next day it's like oh I can't do anything like yeah. I've been talking about anyway so like just having you know um acceptance around that it's okay it's okay if one day you're quote-unquote productive when you're feeling the downtime you're also productive yeah um but I'll just say real quick before I get to the uh homework of the week is <laughs> um that what I'm realizing, because I've been bringing this light in so regularly, is that solutions are just coming to me. Like, I'll think of something that I'm struggling with, and then the solution appears. Oh. So, like, I was thinking about, um, why do I have a hard time with this certain thing? And then, um, what was it even? It was something about willpower. Like, I knew I wanted to do something, but I was always, like, not doing it. I can't remember if it was, like, eating health more healthfully. Um, I mean, and I'm obviously pro eating intuitively, but I also just, like, have gotten in a habit now of, like, not eating intentionally. Like, what does my body feel? Anyway, I immediately flashed on this image of my mother grabbing me and, like, pulling me to go somewhere um like come on like and what I realized was like this is how I treat myself like I need Ah. to do something so it's like come on go do it and so I'm rebelling against that so whenever it's like oh no you need to do this I'm like okay well no right (laughs) yeah so anyway it was cool how that solution just came out of nowhere I was like oh okay that's what that is so my um suggested assignment for the week (laughs) children is I'm just kidding I don't think of you as children um is to bring this light in and when you're thinking of an old pattern or something you want to release bring the light in to the DNA cells have I said Mm. this before Mm, I don't think so I love this okay good so yeah or even if I have it doesn't matter but because they do keep showing me this is bringing it into the DNA cells and just kind of imagine and see this light um releasing old patterns that aren't serving you and at the same time reprogramming because that's what this light can do it's amazing (laughs) it can reprogram um you to feel more inspired to feel more connected to your present life purpose um which they just told me right now is also your past life purpose. So that's mm-hmm. interesting. Um, that is interesting. It's like an eternal it? life purpose. Yes, yes. Um, so just to basically feel more clear and connected to, yeah, why you're here, what you want to accomplish, or, or even, yeah. So bringing it in, just picturing that um, and visualizing. You can also just like visualize anything leaving down your grounding cord and getting recycled into the earth. Um, or anything leaving like going into the sun or however it feels good but the main part is to bring the light into the DNA and just with the intention of releasing old stuff and reprogramming I love it great yeah I can feel that so much yeah that's that transformational energy yeah it's really transformational all right okay so now Yep, now it's time for Practical Magic. 
So um, I feel like this is the evolution or it's like related to what you were talking about. Mm. This week, I'm getting in touch with working with getting in touch with what you really want and Mm. claiming it, like getting clear on it and claiming it, especially around how you want to be known and seen and how you want to like succeed, you know, Mm. what, what, in what ways you want to experience success and prosperity. Mm-hmm. So this that has to do with like even while I'm saying that I can sense this like for me this transition where it's letting go of old stories and also stepping into what I really want at the same time and they're connected like when you get clear on what you really want often you're like oh there's that story about that that's you know whatever story about money or success or mm-hmm. about you about how you are in the world about like how you should keep yourself you know maybe not seen or why you might have that so be you can become aware of that as it comes up and lovingly acknowledge it and lovingly release it Um, as best you can you can work with the light like Natasha said but for practical magic this week maybe take some time to get really clear write some intentions in the present tense as if already Mm. true about how you would like to be known and seen and how you would like to succeed and what you would like to experience. And then what's that? I love this. Yeah. And like really create a vision and feel it and sense it and see what it looks like, expand into it, feel it in your heart. Mm -hmm. And then on Thursday is a great day. It's the day of um, that's ruled by Jupiter, which is expansion and prosperity. It's also the moon is going to be waxing and the moon's going to be in Leo, which is about how we're known and seen. It's so it's also a good... the day before my best friend's birthday. Shout out to Laura. To uh, Laura. Happy birthday, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you can on that day on Thursday, take a citrine or mm-hmm. a citrine quartz or a sunstone and empower it in sunlight if it's not sunny out or if you can't do that during the day you could light a candle at night or um, have like a fire in your fire pit if that's possible and empower the crystal in in either candlelight or firelight or sunlight um, with that intention so hold it in the Mm -hmm. sunlight and also feel and sense and send those intentions into the crystal and then every day until the full moon which is going to be on june 5th you could meditate with this crystal and re-empower those visions and intentions i love it what do you think about putting it in a water bottle and drinking you know i always get worried about that because not every crystal i feel like we should be pretty careful with that yeah, but crystals. I think citrine is definitely not every crystal, but um is citrine safe to do that with? Sure. If it's I mean, clean? I guess yeah. I mean, Are I think you sure cuz we sure should be what? sure. No, I'm not citrine. sure. I was going to oh, okay. say you so should don't google go, it first. Yeah, google it first everyone. Yeah. But I'm almost <laughs> positive I I do I did take a stone medicine class, so I learned oh, okay. it's pretty okay. it's pretty um there are definitely some that you shouldn't, for sure. But yeah. there's a lot that you absolutely can safely. Like, I know rose quartz, you totally can. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, all quartz, you can. Even Amethyst. smoky quartz? 
Are you sure about this I all mean, quartz? Because then there's even like aura quartz, which I think we have oh, um, well, that's unidentified chemicals. Well, yeah, no. I just want to be careful. Um, <laughs> well, I just want to be careful with our fake. listeners if they're like, well, Natasha said okay. quartz is fine. And then well, they have like a. Yeah, I'm definitely not saying take my word for it. Definitely Google any crystal that you put in water. But um, there's a lot of wonderful power that can happen with the ones that you can do. So I don't want to make anyone afraid to never do it. Just do your research. Well, you know what I do feel safe with is gem elixirs. Yeah. So you could just get a gem elixir if you want to make be on the safe side. That's... um, Alaskan Mm -hmm. Essences makes a lot, a lot of gem elixirs, and they do put the crystal in water, and then they they hold the vibration with brandy or another Mm -hmm. kind of alcohol, but it's like they make sure that it's a safe amount, you know, like a teeny tiny amount of the water that's been with the crystal. Okay. I I trust them. I don't know how they do it, but I know know that it's whatever they do is safe. Yeah, I did just Google it quickly, although I feel bad because I took like a 10-week class in this, but so I should know it even better. But it does say typically natural crystals in the quartz family, such as clear quartz, rose, citrine, and smoky quartz are all quite safe to infuse Oh, directly good. I thought, it. why did I think smoky quartz had like radiation know. in it or something? Oh, dear. Maybe you pictured, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't but, know why I thought that. But amethyst, yeah, those ones are really. But definitely Google. Don't murder yourself by accident. And there because are also of anything I said. I've also seen. <laughs> this just a good general rule with anything <laughs> Natasha and I ever say. Just don't murder yourself by accident because of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but they have crystal um, water bottles that I've seen on yeah. Amazon that are really enticing. Yeah, I think they you could even better get them on Etsy. Oh, on Etsy, yeah. Or someplace not Amazon. Where they have, like, the Local. inside of it has the crystals, but it's, like, mm-hmm. separated from the water, so you don't have to, mm-hmm. like, the vibration is there, but it's not mm-hmm. touching the water. But it, yeah, okay, we won't. <laughs> Let's not get well, no, but I argument. mean, I think, but, I believe yeah. you, though, that if they're clean and they're certain a certain type, you yeah. have to be careful with it. I mean, I think it I can just, be very powerful, yeah. I know, I you're I just, nervous. Yeah, I'm nervous about it. Remember what you said about choosing love over fear, Tess. <laughs> 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 All righty, let's do our housekeeping. Okay, so where so, can we find you? Me, personally, you can yes. find me at, I was going to pretend to give my address, but then my brain stopped. <laughs> um, you can find me at highslighthealing.com. You can sign up for my newsletter there or schedule a session with me. I also have some classes and other things you can check out there. Um, and you get free meditations when you sign up for the newsletter. And you can also find me at Highslight Healing on Instagram, where I have been giving a lot of messages from my guides. They've had a lot of great things to say. And did you talk about your 11-day? Oh, I didn't, but that's on my website. You can get I've, – I've realized that I'm really into this giving people tools that they can do quickly because I think people feel really overwhelmed right now. So anyway, that's what that is. You get 11 emails over 11 days, and it's $11, and it gives you little tools. There's no pressure to do it every day. You don't have to add up, you know, add them all up. It's just nice things like inner child healing and – grounding and stuff like that and where can we find you you can find me at tesswhitehurst.com which is where I have my blog and 
that's where you can learn about doing Harmony Happy Hour, which is my free meditation, free guided meditation, group meditation every Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the Good Night Pet Tribe. Well, no, we're not talking about that this week. Okay. <laughs> pretend you didn't hear that so um <laughs> so my website you can find spells and rituals and guided meditations and free downloads and you can find me on instagram at tess4444 and twitter at tess whitehurst and facebook at tess whitehurst author and youtube at tess whitehurst and you can mm-hmm. find us at oh, magicmondaypodcast.com yeah. which is where you can ask a question and sign up for our newsletter and you can find us on Instagram at Magic Monday Podcast. And also Facebook, Magic Monday Pod. And there's a listener page, too, you can ask to be um, I'm part of. Okay. Are you ready to pick our cards for the week? Yes. Well, I got a really nice one. I'm picking from the Tales of Mystical Cats. Ooh. And I got the sun. And there's oh. really cute cats just laying in the sun under oh, the statue and that's like of a, a goddess. A statue of what, Sekhmet, maybe? It's like a cat goddess. I think oh. maybe that's Sekhmet. There's cats Because she's a sun like, goddess. Oh. It's like and my apartment. So many cats everywhere, Ooh. even in corners. Okay. So it says this cat's advice is this is a time of sweet happiness for you when you are deeply grateful for your blessings. You can relax and trust that all is well and all will continue to be well. Let any lingering doubts be burned away like the mist under the morning sun. Stretch and expand into the limitless radiance of joy. Ah, uh, I love it. It's Me so too. sunny too, because that's the that Leo um, moon oh, yeah. this coming Thursday, and um, was that it? That yeah. is it. So I drew foxglove from my Magic of Flowers Oracle, which is Summon Your Courage, and it's also really heart centered. This flower oh, is aligned nice. with the heart, which is also Leo is uh-huh. aligned with both the sun and the heart. So the message is take a moment to envision a blossoming foxglove and breathe her powerful energy into your heart. See your heart glow with vibrant light and let it warm you, fuel you, and propel you forward into your most glorious and successful future. The time is right to summon your courage and powerfully banish, dissolve, and destroy any cords to fears that may have been holding you back. Listen to your heart. Act according to your heart's clearest visions and fondest desires and boldly step in the direction of your dreams. Simply choose in this moment to consciously connect with the earth and your true divine identity and see yourself in the light of fortitude, resilience, and strength. When you do so, all fears will depart and any former belief in disempowerment and danger will fall away. Your heart is a naturally powerful and protective Your heart is naturally powerful and protective beyond measure. From an energetic perspective, it is truly brighter and more vibrant than the sun. Trust your heart, stand and act in the light of your courage, and see that all that is not of your desired vibration will vanish from your pathway as if by magic. Indeed, when you live from this place, you will soon see that there is nothing in the past, present, or future that has the power to harm you or hold you back. I mean, these are very positive messages for this week. Extremely, extremely powerful. And they really go with that practical magic of like creating what you want, getting clear about it. And with my... um, The energy report. Yeah. Getting rid of releasing what you don't need and old patterns and programs. Totally. And bringing in that sun, you know, regenerative light. 
All righty. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Have a beautiful week.